This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Colossians. There was a time in our lives, and maybe still to some extent for some of us, where there's no relationship with them. There's an alienation in the relationship. There there is no relationship, or there's a breach in the relationship. And there's also a a, a mental hostility, an, an attitude of rejection toward your Heavenly Father. And I wonder, did you know, did you come into this past year that way? Did you alienated from him, hostile toward him? Are you angry at God? Is there a wedge in your relationship? Today, from Pastor Robert, we will hear that Paul was telling the Colossian church that before they knew Jesus, they also had a wedge in their relationship with God. Jesus was the solution, not only for them, but for you too. He wants to be your savior, not your enemy. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. We're taking our time going through this first chapter of Colossians because there's just so much here for us to, to learn and consider together. Colossians 1.21 Paul writes, and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he, God, has reconciled in the body of his flesh, so it's referring directly to Jesus, through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now, I want you to consider three things with me from this passage. The first one, this statement that he makes here, that we were alienated, an enemy in our mind. The idea there being that we were, we were alienated from God, but we were also hostile to Him in our thinking. There was a time in our lives, and maybe still to some extent for some of us, where there's no relationship with them. There's an alienation in the relationship. There there is no relationship, or there's a breach in the relationship. And there's also a a, a mental hostility, an, an attitude of rejection toward your Heavenly Father. And I wonder, did you know, did you come into this past year that way? Did you alienated from him, hostile toward him? Or maybe it's just that you've walked so long with him that you've forgotten everything he saved you from. You know, that's a danger to us as Christians, that we walk so long with Jesus that we forget who we were and what we dealt with, what we struggled with, and and everything that he rescued us from. I I find that, for me, to be quite honest, that's something that I have to go back and look at. I need to go back and remember it. 
just for the sake of my own, my own intimacy with him, I need to remember everything he's rescued me from. For the sake of my heart toward other people, I, I need to reflect on that. I need to always remember what he brought me out of so that I see other people. When I see other people who were still there, I remember that was me. That's still very much, you know, the residue of the old man is still there, still capable. You know, again, as I consider this family, I, you know, I wonder if maybe there are some who perhaps still don't know the extent to which Jesus is, is eager to change that darkness in your life into light, to do that transforming work in your life, to draw you up from what may feel like a sinking hole that you can't pull yourself out of. Maybe you're still allowing certain areas to separate you from your Creator. Isaiah 59 tells us, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor His ear heavy that it cannot hear. Sometimes we feel that way, don't we? Like, you know, I mean, why why don't you do something? Are you powerless to change these circumstances in my life, to rescue me from this that I'm struggling with? Are you impotent? I know that can't be true. You're God. But we, sometimes we wrestle with that. We feel, you know, is he powerless? Or is he just deaf? Is he just not hearing my prayers? Why doesn't he do something? Why doesn't he say something? Why doesn't he answer my questions? What is it? Well, the prophet addresses it. He says, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. That, that's not the reason that you've not seen a change in your life. Nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. That's not why your prayers haven't been answered. It's not because he can't hear you. He goes on, but your iniquities have separated you from your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. You know, sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes we have to come to grips with the fact that there's a problem in us that needs to be dealt with. And and, and he's patiently waiting. and, And sometimes his silence and sometimes his inaction it is deliberately determined as a discipline, as a, as a means of getting our attention, waking, you know, waking us out of our, our, our relative slumber, kind of shaking us a little bit. It's not a punishment. It's not that he's ignoring us, but he's waiting for us to come to grips with the fact that we're not where we need to be. In this passage in Colossians, two distinct ideas are presented. One is that we were alienated from him. And the idea there is that our nature alienates us from him. There's a separation. The way Isaiah worded it, your iniquities have separated you from your God. Ephesians chapter 2 words it a little bit differently. You're talking about this alienation first, and then secondly, that hostility in our hearts, the, the rejection of his rule and reign in our lives. Ephesians 2 says, You he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked. You know, all of us did at one time in our lives. We lived our lives, as he words it, according to the course of this world. The problem is that some still do live life according to the philosophy, the course, the manner of living that the world around us lives. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we're by nature children of wrath, 
See, he gives us that mark. The mark of a child of wrath is living life on the basis of your desires, on the basis of your lusts, on the basis of, of what your flesh would dictate. And you look around, that's what you see happening in the world. That's what you see in your neighbors and your friends and your, and your co-workers. They're being guided by their desires, not by truth. They're possessed by their passions rather than having the freedom to enjoy them. These, the God-given desires, the God-given passions, they're, they're not free to enjoy them. They're owned by them. And we call it addiction. And we say it's a sickness. It's sin. And it takes over. And he says, this is who we were. Verse 4 of Ephesians 2, But God, who is rich in mercy because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved and raised us up together out of death into life, made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come He might show the exceeding riches of His grace in His kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. You see, no matter which category you belong to, whether you don't yet have the relationship with the Lord and you're still trapped by your desires and you're still being governed by those passions, or you've been walking with Him, but you really have kind of forgotten everything that He's rescued you from. You're still dealing with the struggles and the strongholds and, and you're still wrestling with this, these same things that you wrestled with last year and the year before. And yes, you're a Christian, but there's, there's still things in your life over which you don't have victory. No matter which category, we need to remember and we need the regular reminder that it's not our works or our performance that saves us. It's the gift of God. It's His grace through faith as we trust Him and follow Him. He frees us. And that's point number two. He's reconciled. And back in Colossians 1.21, the Scriptures declare to us that He has reconciled us to the Father. He did it in the body of His flesh through death. Why does He word it that way? The body of His flesh. Well, because so often the New Testament refers to the body of Christ. And what is it referring to? The church. And Paul, he wants us to understand, and I, I, I believe this is so deliberate, on the part of God your Father for us to understand that the church doesn't save us. See, we are the church. But many of us have been taught over the centuries that the church is it's an institution with power from above to provide you relationship with God. That's a lie. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us next time on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.